This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Carm Capriato, Remarkable Results Radio. Good to have you here. I am uh, always excited to be in the studio with my guests as we cover some of the best trends, latest topics in the industry. So welcome back. Don't forget, boy, do we have content. I added it up, Marianne, between all of our shows that we've done and that we continue to have all the different genres, 1,400-plus episodes And uh, when you add up the Aftermarket Radio Network, that puts us uh, somewhere up into the 1,700 episodes. And yeah, okay, so some of them we covered eight years ago, but we're retaking some of those really important topics and we're doing them again because it's a new day, it's a new age. We have new voices, new faces in the industry. So uh, this is the place. This is the place. Marianne Croce, coach, trainer with smallbizvantage.com, smallbusinessadvantage.com, and also from Croce's Transmissions in Norwalk, Connecticut. Hey, Marianne. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. You took a flyer with me a bunch of years ago and came on and you talked about your incredible morph, more metamorphosis from banking to owning, a, going full-time to work for the company. And of course, now as a coach and trainer, just great to have you here. We've done tons of stuff together, but we're here to talk about as we're in the fall of 2023, or at least according to Buffalo, fall weather, because it always happens right after Labor Day. We have conferences coming up, a ton of them. Yes, it's the season, right? For some of the biggest ones. Hey, plan to be at Apex 2023, October 31st through November 2nd. Apex will build upon the incredible success of Joe's Garage, a full 10-day working environment. If you earn your living in the auto service aftermarket, then Apex is for you. Hey, for over 30 years, Napa Tracks has made selecting the right shop management system easy by offering the best, most comprehensive SMS in the industry. We'll prove to you that Trax is the single best shop management system in the business. Find Napa Trax on the web at napatrax.com. So how to get the most out of every conference and expo, and you love to call it your conference times 10 or 10x. I love it. So it's 10 tips that I want to share with people to 10x your conference value or training value for that matter. If you go to you know any type of training. So that's really what I wanted to share with everyone today. And it's funny because when I think about how this happened in my business, my shop, because Tony and I still own our shop, is when we think about training, we think about conferences, owners really have a lot of decisions to make. And there are a lot of ways that you can make the most out of an industry conference for what most owners think of first, right? The best ROI. You want a return on your investment. But I also say the best ROE as well to combine those two, which is your return on effort, because that's how you really 10X it. You have to look at both of them because it does take more than investing financially in yourself, your team to improve your business. You know, you want to take that effort. It takes effort to make those changes and and you want to make them stick too. And what I found is that when many go to a conference, especially in the beginning for the first time, you go back and you just get immediately caught up in the day-to-day. And we don't allow ourselves to take time to take the action on what they've learned. So as we all know, knowledge isn't where 
The power lies. Knowledge opens up your mind to a new way, gives you a different perspective or looking at things from a different vantage, if you will. And then implementing that knowledge, that's really where the power, that's where it is. I got so much to comment and I will try to be as reserved as possible because you have such great 10 tips here, but it's almost like you've got to let your presence and immersion into a conference, into classes, force yourself to think and to act and Please, if you're typing on a laptop, if you're typing on a tablet, if you're writing with a pen, take the inspiration that happens, those moments. Trust me, I've done conferences my whole entire career. And then when I go to events, we, of course, have the studio. Then we purposely figure some downtime so we can go from, you know, conference room to conference room to see our great friends that are up there teaching. And I never fail to be impressed with something that's being said. And I go, bing, that could be a great topic. Or am I doing that? in my business. So the point is we challenge ourselves to think, and if we don't write it down, we don't put it somewhere so we can recall it back. You just wasted your effort and your money to your point. Great point. When I say these things, I really am speaking from experience. These are the tips that I'm going to share. I learned years ago and they evolved. And it started when I attended my first automotive industry conference, there was so much information coming at me. It was kind of like a fire hose of information. And when I got back to work, I picked right up and there was no time. And then I kept putting things that I wanted to change off until I had more time. And as a result, nothing got done. But before I knew it, what happened was, is I started getting emails because registration was now you know, coming up for the next year's event. And that's when I made a promise to myself that I would never allow this to happen again. So basically, that's what I want to share, what I learned and what I did over the years so that we were able to 10x the value of conferences and training. A great lesson that we all have been through. Oh my God, I just went there and I I let my brain fizzle out. I didn't really know how to play, in quotes, at a conference, be part of it, be intimate with it, network. So you've got three different ways. You broke it down to pre-conference, during conference, and then post-conference. Can't wait to get into these. Basically, pre-conference is what we're going to start out with. During the pre-conference, what's really important is how you're going to prepare yourself to go. Now, the first thing is you want to have a growth mindset. You're going to go with the flow, right? You're going to look at this as there are going to be takeaways and lessons learned that you can apply personally and professionally, whether you're going to management type training classes or mechanical, technical type training classes, diagnostic, all of that, because they break them down. There's always lessons that you can learn and things that you can apply. You may find a step-by-step procedure or and say, wow, I can actually use a step-by-step procedure for something in my personal life as well. Or it may be something to do with management where you're able to learn a little bit more about leadership or a little bit more about managing your activities. You can take that and use that personally as well. So have that growth mindset because besides those things, I find that 
having that idea of a growth mindset really helps you be able to navigate through challenges because it's going to (laughs) happen. Challenges are going to happen. They're going to come up. But it really does make you stronger and able to better navigate through that. Every day, every hour, every minute, every week, can we go down the line of how it happens most unexpectedly? And it's basically, I always believed it's how you handle it. You know, are you going to blow off the deep end? I mean, I don't want to go way off into that, but I think you are so, so right on. Well, this on a side note, this is actually how small biz vantage evolved. It was from that idea of how we can shift our perspective. We can look at things from a different way, a different vantage, and it can really help us grow. So the next tip is that I want to share is plan because every shop is different. They all have different nuances to them and they're in different stages of business. You may have someone who's newer and just starting out in business and you may have someone who's had a team and they've had a team for years. They may be, or or maybe someone who's thinking of another location. So we have owners that are in different stages and here's why it's so valuable to plan. You ask yourself, how will attending this conference help your business and your team? And some of the things to consider are who's attending. If you've never been to the conference before, reach out to some of the people that you know in the industry and ask, hey, you know, are you attending this conference? I'd love feedback. Who's speaking and what topics are they speaking on? What vendors, suppliers, who will be there? And what training is best at your stage of business? What is needed at your stage? So that's really a good way to sit down and plan because we all have those nuances in our business. The next tip for a pre-conference is I advise people to travel light and allow for extra time because this really puts you in a really good frame of mind. You may end up bringing back some manuals. Sometimes there's manuals or different types of training material that you can purchase at a conference. There's a lot of trade show swag that people tend to bring home. You may purchase something there or you may win something there because there's a lot of different types of giveaways there. Be prepared for the changes in the weather. The weather may be very different from where you are at home and wear comfortable shoes because there's a lot of walking at conferences and look at it like this conference is just part of life. It's going to be an adventure. And also bring business cards. Now, I know people exchange it on the phones. They'll, they'll type in. I get that. I have to tell you, I, I bump into a ton of people and I says, oh my God, this is a great story. Come on the podcast. You have a business card. Well, no. And there's still not even a way to bump phones and however that works. I don't really know, but. Yeah, everybody in the electronic age is is doing that. I have an app on my phone that takes a picture of a business card, scans all the data. Any business card I have ever gotten in the last eight years is in my phone and it's searchable. So there's a lot of really cool ways. And the reason that I bring up business cards is you want to be networking and you, I mean, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to take that business card, put it in your pocket, bring it home and throw it out or put it in a pile somewhere. You'll never see it again. But It's the impotence sometimes of getting uh, starting networking. Just my opinion, and I could be wrong. A hundred percent, Carm. And that actually brings us to my very next tip. These tips are when you're at the conference. So during the conference, 
And the first one is network. (laughs) Damn, look at that. (laughs) You just let me right into it. So you have friends, right? Industry friends, industry peers that you want to meet up with and say hello to and even catch up with, which is great. But I challenge you to next level this. Sit with someone new, someone that you don't know. Learn from them, talk to them, ask questions and share what you've learned. What type of classes did they take or are they taking? And share what your plan is. Keep options open to meet. And this is where the business card comes in or the contact. Keep your options open for an accountability partner or a buddy for after the conference. So get people's contact information and make notes because this is something that can really be a game changer. So you're going in with that you know, idea in mind. The next at conference tip is respect. So you want to remember that You want to be respectful of sponsors, the associations, the speakers, the suppliers and vendors, all of the people that are there for you. It takes a lot to put on a conference. Visit the trade show. Thank vendors. And here's the thing. Give them constructive feedback to support them. Say, for example, that you had a supplier or a vendor and there was some type of a challenge. Talk to them and say, you know, I have a few concerns. I would love to connect with you and, you know, go over this at some point. Collect those business cards, give them your business card, but thank them for being there. Because what I found is they want feedback. But what you don't want to do is be disrespectful to anyone there. I totally agree. And I also want to add something to that. Meet the presenter if you can, the speaker. If you were totally moved by something, it is not a bad idea to go up and, as you said, thank them for their presentation, but also to let them know that there was a segment or a section that really moved you. I have to tell you, I've, I've interviewed a ton of coaches and a ton of trainers. And not only do I ask them these questions on our podcast, but you know, off to the side in the green room or just in the friendships that I have, do you appreciate and value feedback? And man, they do because they're always tweaking their presentations. What do you think they do if they're going to do the same presentation tomorrow? That night, because of feedback that they got, they may tweak the next day because they're constantly looking to improve. So yeah, that's cool. That feedback to a speaker is priceless. It's so valuable because they want to be relevant to their audience. It's so valuable. So yes, and for myself too, I really do appreciate that feedback when I speak as well. The next one is take pictures or videos more than you think that you will use. Take them with your team, the vendors, suppliers, the speakers, industry peers, all the different ways. It could be while you're traveling, getting excited about going to the event, at dinner, different meals, all the different things that are going on. And here's the reason why you want to do it then, because now you have content that you can share. You can share them on your blog, your social media, in a newsletter. You can let your customers and your community know that your business keeps updated and stays current. Now you're seen in your space locally as a professional. Apex 2023 will be here sooner than you realize. So make a commitment plan ahead and register now at aapexshow.com. This year, you'll find a strong offering of management, technical, and service advisor training to include 
Day 2534 Module Programming, Deciphering Gas Turbo Drivability, ADAS Calibration, and Strategies for Dealing with Difficult Customers Among Another 30 Classes. Bring your thirst for knowledge, determination to network, and curiosity to Las Vegas, October 31st through November 2nd, 2023. Head to aapexshow.com and register now and sign up for the classes that you want. And a highlight at Apex is meeting top industry execs ready to talk with you about your business needs, parts programs, and tools. So if you're in your living in the automotive aftermarket, then Apex is for you. Spend time at Joe's Garage and see tools and equipment in action. Register now. AAPEXshow.com, 31st of October through November 2nd, 2023. Apex. Now more than ever. Let's face it. Your shop management system is the single most important tool in your shop, period. NapaTrax was built from the ground up to make your business more profitable and efficient. We provide an extensive set of tools to increase and track profitability in real time. NapaTrax offers the industry's best post-sale support, hands down, and we train your people on-site. Yep, on-site. And we offer remote refresher training 10 times a week, and customer support is open six days a week. Give us a call, visit the website, or join our Facebook community today to learn more. We'll prove to you that Trax is the single best shop management system in the business. Napa Trax is always customized and tailored for you, whether you're a one-man shop or a large multi-bay or multi-location company. After all, it's your shop, so it's your choice. Visit us on the web at NapaTrax, that's N-A-P-A-T-R-A-C-S dot com. You're scanning through your photos six or eight months later, and it could prompt you to say, oh, those notes that I took, that thing I wanted to do. Great memory builder, yeah. There's so many different aha moments that'll happen. And that leads to be professional. You were representing your business at all times. So you want to be on your best behavior and you want to share this with your team as well. If you're bringing your team, don't put yourself in a position or a situation to make you, your team, or your business look bad, negative in any way. You want to make wise choices. You're away from your shop, but you have to realize you're still working. It could be fun. It can be enjoyable, but you just have that professional way of looking at it. Totally agree. We are uh, on a real rampage with the podcasts, all of our stuff, Marianne, uh, uh, for professionalism. And changing our language, changing our look, cleaning up ourselves and doing anything we can to build our image. And it leads right into when you're at a conference. Sometimes you go there and you look around and you say, do I really look that bad? Do I fit into looking that good? I love your point about the professionalism of this. Thank you for bringing that up. Appreciate it. It's just something to keep in mind while you're there and to share it with your team. And then I have post-conference tips. So this was a big one for me. And this really helped me because I wasn't going to let that fire hose of information (laughs) happen to me again. The biggest one is debrief. Schedule time to discuss takeaways and your plan of action. So this could happen maybe the day that you're leaving, maybe over a meal. If it's just you going or if it's you with your team, you can sit down and share takeaways. And my suggestion is bullet point it so that everyone can get their takeaways, their suggestions out and have a plan of action so that now when you go back, 
you can kind of hit the ground running because you already started something, you have something in the works. The next thing when you're uh, post-conference would be accountability. You want accountability. As an owner, we have to incorporate that. It's huge because our team is really depending on us to lead them. So I suggest that you reach out and follow up with those connections that you made for an accountability partner and ask them about that. Hey, I know that you attended the conference and I was thinking about this. And once you get someone that says, yeah, I think that would be a great idea, agree on a regularly scheduled meeting. It's a game changer. And I'm going to tell you that most people don't do this. I personally got an accountability partner about six years ago. And we speak regularly every week for the last six years. And it has changed so much for me personally and professionally. And most people don't do that. So the next thing is, is track the changes that you make. So 30 days, 60 days, 90 days later, out of those changes that you've made or improvements that you made, what worked, what didn't work? review what you've learned and make adjustments and collaborate with your team, get input from them as well. Totally get it. I made some mistakes early on in my life as I was learning how to be a better leader. I would go to a conference. I would sit down with myself and I would say, I love this idea. We have to do this. Then I would bring my leadership team together and they go, oh no, darn. Carm went to another conference and we're going to have to change something. So I realized that I wasn't sharing. I wasn't gaining consensus. I wasn't looking for buy-in. I was just the talking head who came back and said, this is what we're doing. So I love the whole debrief thing where you're not only trying to, you don't debrief and implement, debrief, discuss, talk about what is something great. And oh, by the way, the other really coolest part is when you teach, you learn. So if you're debriefing with your team and you're saying, listen, let's go to dinner tonight. I want to tell you all about the conference. Mistake if you didn't take your leadership team with you. That's a big mistake. But if you didn't, and this is your first time getting a lay of the land on a conference, then please, to your point, debrief when you teach, you learn. And you may discuss something you thought was really cool until you start talking it through and saying, I'm sorry, guys, let's just skip that. That's not for us. Yeah. And I know a common word when we have an idea and we want the team to really like the idea or get them on board with the idea. I know we all hear it, buy in. I have to get them to buy in. And I just find that just using, because words matter, just using buy in for me means I have to convince them of something. I have to get them on board with this. Where I turn around and I like to use align. I want to align the team because I find if I'm trying to align, I want to hear their side of it. I want to hear and make sure that what we're doing aligns with them and aligns with the business and aligns with the owner. So that way it's a win-win and I don't have to pitch. I don't have to sell. I don't have to convince. I don't have to climb that mountain to get people to buy into what I'm doing because they're already on the same page. We want the same goals. They see the benefit. So I understand it's a term that's used, but it's sometimes it's just the way that you present it or the way you think about it. And I like the term aligning, aligning with my team. I love that. Really, I do. Words really matter. And uh, we've been talking a lot about that lately. 
We've got some really cool podcasts coming out that you'll hear a little flavor of your choice of words is extremely critical. This was great. Yeah. I didn't come up with these the first time that I went to a conference. It really took years and many lessons learned. But the breakdown for the pre, the during, you know, at the conference and the after conference, I find it valuable because I can focus on each part of it, be present, you know, and just focus on that and not have to worry about the whole entire picture. Because like I said, we have as owners and leaders, we have enough on our plate. And I find that many owners, I see the same people at different conferences that I've attended. And a lot of times the people maybe that aren't going don't see the value because they're really not looking beyond the event itself, that the knowledge that they're going to take away the content. They really don't look beyond that. That's all that they see. And many of them say, well, maybe I can get that online, which can be very time consuming to get all that. But I find that the real value is being around like-minded people who really want to grow personally and professionally. And they're sharing ways, you know, together to be able to apply that knowledge. That to me is priceless at a conference. Totally agree. We're going to attempt to get this out released before the end of September. Of course, a big conference coming up is ASTE down in Durham, North Carolina. That I'll be there. Oh, great. Well, Tracy and I will be there too. have the studio and of course, Apex. And there's so many other small regional conferences and shows going on. This was great. Look, we'll make sure that your talking points, everything that you brought up are in the show notes of this episode. So if you're listening and you say, I didn't have a chance to write this down, can I remember them all? If you know how to go to our show notes and you can see them all inside of your podcast player or on RemarkableResults.biz, you'll see all our episodes there and you could get that and, you know, print them out and take a serious look at them and be a better conference attendee, huh? Exactly. And, you know, a pro tip for the owner is bringing, if you're fortunate enough that an owner wants to bring you to there, like be willing, you know, to learn and share because if someone else is paying for you to be there, the way I look at it is someone believes in you, you're worth investing in. So what you want to do is make them really happy, make them glad that they sent you and the knowledge that you gain is yours forever. But how you apply it, that's up to you. And it can actually be a competitive edge for you in the industry. Thank you for bringing that up. We've talked an awful lot about if you bring a team and there are more shops that are closing, telling their customers, it's kind of like the long weekend you know, thing. And you bring your team to a conference and they all should not go to the same training conference. You know, you assess their needs find out what their interests are, what will benefit your own company themselves in their career, bring them all back to the shop and have them each give a little flavor or taste on the some lunch and learns for the next month is to so tell us about what you learned, any big takeaway, how was your class? And we're forcing them to, to learn as they teach and describe and, and become an expert on that particular field. And even if it's business management, you send a manager, you send a COO, you send a, a shop manager, just listen to their takeaways. Don't prejudge, listen, assess. And that to me starts to pay those dividends like you talked about. It's a great retention tool. Absolutely. For top talent. 
Wow. This was great. I always so enjoy your no-nonsense, get it done. You always bring great stuff to us. Marianne Croce, coach and trainer with smallbizvantage.com and also owner with husband Tony at Croce's Transmissions, Norwalk, Connecticut. There's not a lot of transmission shops left, are there? There's a few. I mean, there's quite a few. I mean, it's not, it's a niche within a niche, right? It's within the industry. But yeah, we're strong and we have conferences as well. (laughs) Yeah, I talked to a a transmission shop owner just two weeks ago and said that they're buried. Oh, busy. Like, yeah, busy. So busy. People are fixing vehicles. People are fixing them. They're keeping them. Uh, They're not going out and buying vehicles. So yeah, it's, um, we definitely have a lot of work. Good for you. Well, thanks again, Marianne. I know you learned something Sure you did. Positive. So now take that, use it, and uh, get it done. Thanks. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.